You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid conservative and just plain right. Well, it is uh, it is Thursday, a mixed bag of rain, sun, sun and rain, and, and temperatures that feel a whole lot more like April or May. But Boomer's here and he's running the board. I am here. If you're here, I'm here. Uh, if you're here, I'm here. If you're here, I'm just saying. I'm just. <laughs> if you're not here, I don't want. I don't want to be here. Just so you know. That's, there, there that's you have the it. same. <laughs> so same goes. It. <laughs> this is. By the way, this is Thursday. What we refer we refer to it as Friday Eve. So yeah, welcome to Friday Eve. Getting close to the weekend. Uh, I got a great show laid on for you. Uh, 3:30 today. You're going to stay tuned because 3:30 today, Congressman Gary Palmer will be on the show with us. Uh, Congressman Palmer, I've known him for a few years. He's he's uh, just a great guy. He ran the Alabama Policy Institute, where I used to be on staff for a number of years, 24, I believe. And uh, now he's in Congress and um, serving in a position of leadership there. So we'll we'll talk to Congressman Gary Palmer about a number of issues. And then 4 o'clock today, what I'm going to go ahead and brand is my new favorite segment that we do every week. Uh, Boomer and McQueen. You guys are on at 4 o'clock, man. Woo-woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four o'clock. Uh, when's the lovely McQueen getting here? Just gonna walk in right at the last second. Yeah, her and a uh, little dude will be coming oh, in. Oh, little dude's coming. I think so. All right, good. <laughs> All right, four o'clock today. Boomer and McQueen. We do that. They have a they have a right side a right life podcast. They do for right side radio. Part of the right side multiverse, actually. And uh, but they come in every week, and we do this segment, Boomer and McQueen. Uh, and then I got a triple dipper. Oh yeah, triple dipper. Hit it. The Triple Dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right, the Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. Number one, safe streets. Safe streets, it matters. And y'all listen, it's becoming a bipartisan issue. Uh, in the last few years, we have watched just the amazing amount of squeaky wheels getting greased in the form of defund the police, of, of absolute you know anarchy when it comes to uh, um, prosecutors that don't want to prosecute, and we're going to talk about it. It's it's a it's a thing. So yeah, number one on the triple dipper: safe streets. Number two, the insurrection inspection. What? Well, first of all, it's tongue in cheek because I still don't believe it was an actual insurrection. They love to use the word, but it weren't that. But nonetheless, did you know that Tucker Carlson just got access to all forty-one thousand plus hours of surveillance video? from the Capitol in the 24-hour period around January 6th. Yeah. So now we're going to finally get the insurrection inspection. So that's number two on the Triple Dipper. We'll talk about it in more detail. And then number three, man, I can tell you, this morning I saw a story just warmed the cockles of my heart, just just, just toasted them up. And I thought, you know, this is very cool. And then I found another one kind of similar. I thought, you know what, we're building something here. And sure enough, number three on the Triple Dipper, Good folks are still out there. You're going to want to hear that one. It'll 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 just it'll it'll let you go home at the end of the day feeling good about life. So yeah, number three on the triple dipper. Good folks are still out there. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me uh, 
Let me flip over to my comments here, all right? My opening monologue. So it's amazing how often we're told that there's no there there. You know, like that thing that we knew that we knew, but then they told us we really didn't know it. Not, not really. Yeah, like last year when a New York Times podcast host named Kara Swisher, she asserted that there was no evidence of political bias against conservatives occurring on social media platforms, a claim that was reiterated quite frequently by Democratic lawmakers and liberal media personalities. No evidence whatsoever. Just didn't happen. Nothing to see here. Everything, everybody move along. Never mind that the former president of the United States, the Babylon Bee, and a host of others were all locked out or at least temporarily completely unavailable to social media. No, no, no. You didn't see what you thought you saw. For the love, people. But then, of course, came the coup d'etat of all time when Elon Musk bought Twitter. And suddenly we got to see it all in vivid technicolor. Everything that we knew that we knew that they said we didn't know was suddenly spilling out into the public arena. Well, I think it's about to get even funnier, to be honest. Even more demonstrable. As the confirmation has now been given that Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy has given access to Tucker Carlson's staff for over 40,000 hours of closed-circuit footage of the events in and around the U.S. Capitol on the infamous date of the insurrection on January 6th of 2021, two years after the fact. Two years during which we were told that that most infamous of days, the attempted coup of the U.S. government, the threats against the lives and well-being of innocent lawmakers who just want to make the laws and live in peace, that day, January 6th, a day that will live in infamy, that there was nothing else to see. There was nothing exculpatory. It was what it was. Detention, trials, convictions of those heinous and misguided individuals who colluded and conspired to overthrow the United States. Well, those trials and convictions are still ongoing right now. I'm wondering how many people are on trial who didn't have access to the videos that might have actually helped them. But now, now, now that trials and convictions are already being completed, now that plea bargains and political lynchings have already been had, now we're going to see that which we were told that there was no reason to see. You know, we're not always right as conservatives. I get that. But generally speaking, we do see things pretty clearly, clear as day most often. But they want us to believe that we're wrong for labeling truth as truth. I mean, surely they must think that we are skulls full of mush, easily manipulated for them to consistently place revisionist history in front of us and expect that somehow we're going to find it to be palatable. Well, there's an officially unofficial name for this. They call it gaslighting. It's a thing. Some call it psyops. Some call it misleading. Some actually call it psychological abuse. I call it lying. First of all, understand this. Gaslighting is considered in clinical circles as a form of psychological manipulation. It's used in the middle of an abusive relationship, a means by which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victims' minds. It's a means by which one individual seeks to gain power and control over another by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgments and intuition. The term gaslighting comes from the 1938 play Angel Street, which Alfred Hitchcock later adapted into his own movie and called it Gaslight, in which a man tries to convince his wife that she's going insane so that he can steal from her. When he turns on the lights in the attic to search for the jewelry collection that he knows she has hidden away somewhere, the gaslights dim downstairs. But he tells her it's all in her imagination. And gradually, she begins to question her own memories and perceptions. But the term now, gaslighting, has become a more normalized part of the daily vernacular. It's used often to describe what happens when public discourse or political speeches or social media censoring or any other form of dialogue 
works to create that alternative view, coupled with an insult or a canceling out or a threatening of the person who has the opposite view. So if you're wondering, by the way, how to tell if someone's gaslighting you, there's actual criteria, believe it or not. Consider the following. Number one, if they're lying or denying something or refusing to even admit they'll lie, even when you show them proof, even to the point of insisting that an event or behavior you witnessed never happened, and you're just remembering it wrong. Mr. President, why is your administration walking back your words? Nobody's walking back anything. Right. How about this one? Number two. When they change the subject or refuse to listen when confronted about a lie or other gaslighting behavior. Corrine Jean-Pierre. Hey, we're done here. Next question. When asked about Hunter Biden comes to mind. Number three. Telling you that you're overreacting when you call them out. Like, you know, hey, if Antifa wants to burn that restaurant, who are we to complain? Number four, twisting a story to minimize their own behavior. I mean, hey, you know what? The pullout from Afghanistan was a beautiful thing. We airlifted more people than ever, like in the history of ever. Or lastly, separating you from others in order to keep you from contacts who can also help you to see clearly. Sort of like cancel culture, trying to cut you out of your normal loops as punishment for not towing their line. Or, for that matter, kind of like Twitter deplatforming someone who doesn't match the approved narrative so no one else can hear what they have to say. So yeah, what I just read to you, all five of those, those were real criteria by which they measure gaslighting in a clinical, psychological setting. I only gave you a partial list. But see, we see this every day, every single day. Like, do you remember last spring? President Biden literally took a question from Fox's Peter Ducey. He was asked about the constant walkbacks that his staff was having to provide to clean up for all of his Weird comments about Ukraine. The first thing out of his mouth, nobody's walking back anything. And then Ducey gave him three major gaffes that his, <laughs> his, his staff had had to walk back in the previous three days. Chemical weapons, U.S. troops going to Ukraine, Putin should not remain in power. His response, none of those three things happened. But we had the video and audio proof that they did. We even had a photo of a cheat sheet in his hand when he answered Ducey that told him how to spend his answers to walk back the question of walkbacks. Folks, if that isn't a politician trying to gaslight us, I don't know what is, but you got to marvel at the audacity of a man who can flat fabricate an alternate reality. But see, it's not just in D.C. with Democrats. It's not. Do you remember last year during Alabama's governor's race? A campaign ad came out for Governor Kay Ivey. You may have seen it. Couple of good old boys on the gun range loading up their Glocks, talking about their favorite governor, Kay Ivey, of course. And in the course of their scripted gaslighting, they literally talked about how she stood up, stood up to the Biden administration on COVID mandates. Hello? She didn't do a thing. She made some mean statements, but she refused to take action. She refused to call the legislature in to provide relief, and the State House and the Senate had to take matters into their own hands and pass a vaccine passport bill, after which she took credit. I mean, she was, she was even being sued for shutting down businesses. Meanwhile, Florida, South Dakota, and several other states took actual gubernatorial action in a variety of ways. I'm telling you right now, that campaign ad was gaslighting if I ever saw it. So here's the bottom line. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them cajole you. Don't let them threaten you. If you saw it, if you're a witness, if you know that you know that you know, then refuse to be taken out of that warm light of truth and shuttled off into a dimly gaslit room. We're going to find out. What happened in 41,000 hours of footage from January 6th? I imagine we're going to find the other narrative, the one they told us was not real. I imagine we're going to find places where it contradicts the true story they told us was a true story. 
Some call it abuse. Maybe so. I call it a lie. Don't let them gaslight you. And that's a wrap for the right side way. Well, there you have it. And we'll cover that in more detail later on, too, in number two of the Triple Dipper, the insurrection inspection. But, yeah, gaslighting. You know, and, and what's, what's really crazy when you look at it is they do it all the time. I'm using they in the broad sense, but they do it all the time. And yet the reality is it's actually considered psychological abuse in some settings. Huh. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. We will be right back. Back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, so <laughs> we've been commenting on the weather. Boomer, did you see the uh, the uh, image that uh, or the meme that uh, JT from Lazy Springs is it JT? It was JC, wasn't it? I think it was. Let me see. Yes, it was. Yes. It was JT from Lacey Springs. <laughs> Has a picture of Kermit the Frog, and it says, "Yeah, whoever's holding Mother Nature's beer while she does all four seasons in a twenty-four hour period, poured out. She's already drunk." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like like you don't even like I said before. You don't even know what to wear in the morning. You get a, this morning it was seventy degrees when I left the house. This is February, yeah. but yet they didn't have the record snowfall up north. He, they did uh, Minneapolis. Is, I mean, it's Minneapolis, so it's <laughs> up there by like next to Canada. But right. still, I mean, wow, just just wow. Okay. Hey, text lines are open. You want to text in, you are welcome to it. So the number here, 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. Um, we, got, we got plenty of stuff for you to come in on today, uh, not the least of which is we're going to be talking about the 41,000 hours of video footage that uh, apparently has been placed in the hands of none other than Tucker Carlson and his staff. And I, I, I can't wait, man. I just To me, it's like you know, a kid in a candy shop. Uh, and and I granted, I, I, forty one thousand hours. There's probably going to be about four or five hours of total watching time worth watching. Most of it's going to be people milling around, taking selfies. But the things that we want to know are are like, okay, what's the other side of the story? What was was there really? Was there were there were there any was anybody armed besides the one security guard who shot the unarmed Ashley Babbitt? Was anybody? Uh, opening doors for people? It appears that they were. Um, was anybody um, sort of just being, you know, like a traffic cop saying, hey, y'all go down this hallway, y'all go down that hallway? I mean, there, there were, granted, I will say this, January 6th was wrong. It shouldn't have happened. It was just, a, it was a freaking mess. Was it an insurrection? No. Were there some people in there who had ill intent? Maybe a few. But there are people right now who have been detained for the last two years, literally have been in jail for the last two years, awaiting an opportunity for trial. And I would like to know, have they had as much access to these videos as any other criminal defendant should have? 
if there's something exculpatory in here, I want to know if somebody was forced into a plea bargain when there might have been a video that could have exonerated them. 41,000 hours? Are you telling me for real? Well, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to find out. There, there's, I, I guarantee you, I mean, that's a lot to wade through, man, 41,000 hours. And some of that's going to be on fast forward as they just watch, like I said, the selfies being taken and people looking like they're on a mass tour. But there's going to be moments where they're going to grab a video footage and they go, look at this. Here's that thing that they said was this way and it was really that way. That's, it's going to be very, very interesting in my opinion. And we'll unpack that in more detail as we go along. Um, so there's that. And then the other thing I will tell you is that uh, uh, the, 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 the podcasts are just kicking right now. So, the po- so if you, when you listen to the show daily, and we know a bunch of you do, when you listen to the show daily, uh, we've got you know, any number of things that we do, and you can, you can go grab them again later. So the podcast of the show comes out every day, literally, Boomer, as we're finishing up, he is, he is already in the process of uploading a podcasted version of the live show for the day. And then on top of that, the Right Side Multiverse now has the Right Life podcast, which is Boomer and McQueen doing their gig. And uh, you guys just uploaded two more, right? Just uh, three more, actually. Shut up! So we had an incredible special guest on one of them, or actually on two of them. We split it up. And it was... You, Mr. Phil Williams, <laughs> and your lovely wife. Oh, so you broke that into two? We broke it into two. Why did we did we break the microphone? What happened? Oh no, no. We we're just keeping it trying to keep ours close to that, you know, twenty minute mark. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> well, it was we had a good time doing it with you too. That was that was that was huge. It was a it was a blast. So so what's the download like right now? Oh man. I mean we've Tell gotten me. some incredible Tell incredible me. responses. Uh we we have over we're almost at over four hundred downloads oh really yeah no nice yeah. and then the main down the main the main podcast is already like what 119,000 where are we at oh yeah 119.6 so 119,600 what okay where's the biggest audience still oh, alabama second still biggest alabama, audience and the second biggest biggest audience is bringing it up bringing it up bringing it up still california still california <laughs> We love you, California. <laughs> Hang out in there, there on the left coast. We'll keep we'll keep plugging away for you. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Coming right back, number one of the Triple Dipper, Safe Streets. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> 